Well, in today's show, we've got news about Epcot's Festival of the Arts. Didn't we just have Epcot's Food and Wine Festival? Isn't that still going on? Yes. Don't we still have the Festival of the Holidays coming yes. up? Okay, more people uh, in the security booth, Ralph Breaks Virtual Reality, Meetups, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready. For the Disney Parks Podcast. All righty, everybody. Hey, buddy. Uh, I meant to ask you, what did you do at uh, Disney this weekend? Nothing, really. Nothing Disney at all? You weren't on property at all this weekend? Well, I was on a place on property. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. Disney-ish. Yeah? Well, <laughs> we went to Ravello for dinner. We didn't go to Ravello for dinner. We no. went to Ravello for your birthday dinner. No. It's still dinner. Happy birthday, Tony. It was still, uh, it was still dinner. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Chef Fabrizio was there. Of course. Will was there. Ricardo was, was there. there. Yeah. The Great gang. guys. Hey, uh, I don't know if you saw it, and it might not be that big of a deal. Our favorite waiter, Oh, Steve. yeah. Steven was there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it means that, that big of a deal to you, but one of the coolest things I saw this weekend was Chef Fabrizio. Top, one of the top chefs on Disney property. Mm. Featured guests on TV shows. Featured guests on uh, Epcot, uh, Cooking with Chef, whatever, Delio thingy. Mm -hmm. uh, so right behind where we were sitting for dinner was a kid's table. And I don't know if that was just uh, part of the buffet. thing. Kid's buffet. Yeah. And uh, at one point, uh, you know, the people coming out and they're refilling the chicken fingers and the mozzarella, the mozzarella sticks. sticks and the pasta yeah. and all that and then chef comes out and he's got a bag of uh, lettuce and he's putting the lettuce out and he's you know spritzing it up making it look good and he's he's got his finger out you know how he does but yeah. his finger and he's looking and he's kind of fixing some things up on the table and he's the executive chef of the four seasons yeah and he's out there putting stuff out on the kids buffet table no task too small for that man and i walked up afterwards and i said chef i said uh uh, I don't want to embarrass you or cause you any ill will or anything. I said, but I watched you come out and put uh, lettuce out on the kids' buffet. And he says, oh, you saw that? And I'm like, yeah. And he said, that's impressive. You're the executive chef of the Four Seasons, yeah. and you still come out. He says, look, we're a team. Yeah. You know, they needed some help. I came out and helped. I'm like, yeah. wow. I mean, that's, that is one of the reasons why we love him so yes. much. He's, he's just a great guy. And uh, and a shameless plug. Yeah, sure. Uh, go look at uh, OrlandoLikeALocal.com and check out our podcast uh, that came out on Thursday because the first part of that podcast, we do a review of another amazing restaurant on Disney property mm -hmm. called Bull and Bear, which is at the Waldorf Astoria. And uh, we got to take part in that dinner, and that was ridiculous. Yeah. So go check that out, orlandolikealocal.com. Yeah. And as usual, we got some surprises. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, we, oh my God. They treat us well. That though. that tuna. Yeah, tuna crudo. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. it's sliced tuna. Just Thinly sliced. Sushi-grade tuna mm -hmm. sliced. Big plate of it. Mm -hmm. I think I had five slices of it. And it was this... Uh, it was something in... Oil? Oil. Squid ink? No, hang on. What was the other thing? I forgot what the other thing that's was. That's the other thing. This yeah. thing, it was this yeah. oil and 
something that was cooked for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he put some squid ink in it. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Yeah. And it was just kind of like the uh, just the extra little taste. Just dip your yeah. sushi in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had the sushi-grade tuna, and it had uh, some black salt on it, some other things. It mm. was insane. Yeah. And it just appeared, magically appeared. Yeah. So... Chef Will was telling me the recipe. I said, well, where the hell do I get squid ink? And he's like, Are you, do, you, do you need some? Do you want some? I'm like, well, the, uh, yes. Yeah. I said, I don't need a lot, obviously. It's only me. So he went in the back and brought out a, a bag with some squid ink in it and the oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was very and, jealous. And, uh, you know, had it sealed already. Right. You know, it wasn't like a Ziploc. It was a, a bag he made himself. Right. You know, and threw it all in there. And it went out with a bag of squid ink. Nice. <laughs> so good for you. Now I got to go get tuna this week. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's like go make it. Yes, you do. Yeah. So that was a great time. Yeah. Had a great yeah. time. So um, other than that, anything else you want to add before we get into it? No. Well, no. then let's get into <gasps> the, the news. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, Disney on Broadway concert performers and Disney dining packages. Excuse me, dining packages are announced for the Epcot 2019 Epcot Festival of the Arts. It's that time, buddy. It's it's here. The 2019 Epcot International Festival of the Arts will be here before you know it. Pfft. Fans of the newest addition to Epcot's lineup of festivals will be glad to hear that the entire Disney on Broadway schedule has been announced, along with dining packages that allow guests to pair a reservation at a select Epcot area restaurant with priority seating for that same evening's concert. Reservations for the dining packages are set to open November 8th. So, the Disney on Broadway concerts will take place each night of the festival at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. at the American Gardens Theater stage in Epcot's World Showcase. Uh, there is a, a laundry list of people uh, that are going to be there, and it's going to be every day of the festival oh, this yeah. year. It's not just on Fridays or Saturday and Sundays. It's not just Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Monday. Now it's every day. So you've got the likes of Carrie Butler and Kevin Massey, Meredith Inglesby and Steve Blanchard, uh, as well as uh, Ariel Jacobs and Adam Jacobs. I bet they're related. Mm-hmm. Heidi um, Blickenstaff and Gavin Lee. Uh, let's see, anybody else here? Ashley Brown and Josh Strickland. I've heard them before. Yeah. They're amazing. Oh, no. That's Kissy, what I want to go sing. Kissy Simmons and Alton Fitzgerald White. Saw those two people a couple years ago. They what, were amazing. What show were they in? Uh, they were uh, Animal Kingdom, or Animal uh, Lion, Lion King, King and um, crap. You know who? I can't remember what the other show she was You know was who in. I'm missing, who I'd like to see on this list, mm. is the guy that plays the genie in Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see him come down and do something. Yeah. If you're available on February 25th, specifically, which is the last day of the festival, mm. I'm saying yeah. this is the show you want. Yeah. Because it's Ashley Brown. That's all four of them. Josh Strickland, Kissy Simmons, and Alton Fitzgerald White. It's four of the six. Yeah, we should do that. Yes, we should do that. We should do a dinner package for We that. should do that. And so uh, check that out. We'll have all the dates and everything over at the DisneyParksPodcast.com uh, website. Uh, this is really great, and it's great for a couple different reasons. A, you're going to have a great dinner and have uh, preferred seating, 
But the thing is, if you if you've never seen a Disney Broadway show, mm. this is a great intro to that. It's a wet your whistle, so to speak. Uh, if you have kids that are not necessarily down with going to see a full Broadway production, they have a live band usually, mm. uh, and then they have the singers come out and do their signature songs, and then they talk about the musicals that they're in. It's really a great time, and you're seeing some of the premier talent from America, from the world, really, yeah. uh, doing these songs that we all know and love from Disney shows. So yeah. it's such a great experience. Ashley Brown was the original Mary Poppins, and Josh Strickland was the... Bert? <laughs> no. Josh Strickland was the... Um, uh, I, I saw I him, too. I think he's Aladdin. No. Yeah, he's. A, I think he's Aladdin. Uh, hang on. Um. Well, John looks that up. Uh, yeah, that hey, up. I want to remind you all, circle of the day on the calendar, uh, December 8th is our Christmas call. We are starting at the Outer Rim at 7 p.m. So come out, everybody, come out. He was the original Tarzan. Oh, uh, original Tarzan. Yes. Uh, come out. We'll have some fun. We're going to go Christmas tree hopping, caroling, singing, drinking, monorailing if it's up and running <laughs> <laughs> you gotta gotta be honest now that yeah, that happened that happened that actually happened so uh come out and do that we're december 8th uh we spend about an hour so we'll be from like seven to eight at the outer rim and then we'll mosey on over to the poly spend about an hour there mosey on over to the grand floridian and uh and then swing on back to uh the contemporary contemporary yep. to, to go home Yep. Or go to the top of the world, whichever yeah, one comes first. Yeah, exactly. So come out and do that December 8th, 7 p.m., out of REM, uh, and come out and join us. Or join one of us. <laughs> yes, I'll still be on a cruise that night. I'll I'll be in cruise blues mode. Yeah. Because um, I'll have to get off the boat the next day, and I'll be sad. Right. And don't forget, you can listen to your uh, this show on your Amazon Echo or your Amazon Dot or your, even your Google Home device. Just say, hey, play the Disney Box podcast, and magically it comes out. <laughs> uh, don't forget, uh, we got some stuff in the store, Disney Parks podcast forward slash uh, store. Go check out some things we got on sale there. Uh, we have, uh, don't forget that you can rate us, or you should rate us and review us, and share. Share the show right now with some friends. Please, please share us. Sure. Get it out there. Get, trust us. Yeah, they'll enjoy it. <laughs> okay, so this next story is interesting. Yes. Uh, so apparently they're, I guess some of the plans I heard were uh, are not fully implemented yet. And this happened on, <coughs> I actually saw this in action on Friday yeah. when I went to Sanaa for dinner. So Disney World is now stationing non-security people in the security booth with the security person at the checkpoint. At all the resorts. And by non-security people, what do you mean? Like cops? A front desk hotel person. Oh. And let's tell you the reason why now. Why, Uncle Tony? Uh, Walt Disney started charging guests for parking uh, at the resort hotels. Okay. Got it. Well, many guests are now utilizing the online check-in as the method and then allow them to skip the front desk completely. There's no way for them to get a car registered and charge them for it. Oh, but wait. There's, There's more. more. In order for Disney to collect on those overnight hotel parking fees, they have now started stationing non-security cast members, hotel 
cast members, in addition to the guard at the security booth at most of the resorts. This cast member verifies that the guests uh, have a car <laughs> and they will be parking it at the resort and therefore can tack on those pesky fees. You know how they get around that? This is an Uber. Yeah. Or they'll say, I'm going for dinner. Yeah. And then do their online check-in and go park some right. place in the park. Uh, we spe- specifically spotted this in action at, at Port Orleans. I saw it at the... Um, uh, Animal, Kingdom Adam, Adam Kingdom Lodge, they were doing this. So it it's happening. So, so far it's at Port Orleans, Grand Floridian, uh, Disney's Beach Club, and the Animal Kingdom so far this week. This will be in all deluxe resorts by the end of the week. That's where the most money is being made. Right. Uh, this is an entirely different problem of guests saying that they're just uh, at the resort for eating. Uh, they're, in fact, checking in and then parking there overnight just to avoid the set fees. Uh, however, Disney has not quite figured out how to combat this uh, effectively. I mean, literally, too, people can check in online and go park at Disney Springs and then take the bus to the hotel. You know, if you don't typically need your car, right? You take you, Disney transportation anyway. Yeah, you can't park your car overnight at Disney Springs. Who says? All ha- the uh, signs that say, if your car's here after 2, p- 2 a.m., we will yeah. tow you. That's who says. Well, if there's enough of them, they're going to really be busy. Yeah, okay. You know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, honestly. Go park in a value resort. <laughs> yeah, well, there's yeah, there's there's so many ways around yeah. all that. Uh, if I was the type of person who's trying to get around it. Yeah, I, I, you know, we had mentioned on here that, you know, they were going to start getting license plate numbers. And I guess they're trying to figure out if that's okay and legal. I guess is one part of that maybe, you know, to capture everybody's license plate, look it up and make sure that you haven't left the lot or left the lot. Yeah, that's about a lot that, of work. About that. Yeah. So, uh, did they give you any grief when you went through? No, I said I'm going for dinner. They said, oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, a few weeks ago, I was going to Epcot, mm-hmm. and I never noticed this, and I don't know if I just never noticed it or because we did a story on it a couple weeks ago. It was in my head. So normally, what I do, I pull up to the thing, pull up to the little uh, thing, mm-hmm. and I show my card, mm-hmm. and now they, they make you show your ID. And I normally just flip my ID up and mm-hmm. show her. Well, mm-hmm. what I noticed was as I flipped my ID up, right above her head was a camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa. So I went back like two days later. So I gave my pass holder card and she said do you have an idea i said i do she says can i see it and i said sure and i and i and i opened it up right right below her mm. and she said okay have a nice day i'm like thank you huh. so i'm like i wonder how many people don't because i never thought about it they open up their id and right. there's that i know this is really in conspiracy theory land i get that but i mean you're showing your id to a cast member and the cast member is in line of a, a camera and yeah. it's a high enough definition camera they can see. They, they can put a name on that. Mm-hmm. Put a name attached to a car. I mean, it's a Toyota Tundra. They get a front and a back picture. I'm the Tundra that's got the stitch on the back. There's not many mm-hmm. of those in the parking lot. Yeah. So anyway, it's just. I've never. All right. I'm bad. I don't always park in the park parking lot. I'm usually like I'll go to a resort and park and then take 
a boat, a train, a plane, or something over. Yeah. But the times I have, even recently, uh, I've never had anybody ask me for an ID. That's weird. I've always been asked for an ID. That's weird. And there's a sign on the front that says, you'll be asked to show your ID. Hmm. I've always been asked to show ID. At a park? Mm, not always yeah. at a park. That's what I'm saying, at a park. I've, yeah, I've, yeah. At a resort, yes, so, I just whip it out. So the times you've been coming to Epcot, mm-hmm. have you been parking at Boardwalk? Boardwalk, yacht, beach. How are you getting away with that? Because every I say time I'm I going try, for dinner. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I tried that too, and they're like, oh, what, where's your reservation at? I guess I just look guilty. I just said, well, no, I don't need a reservation. I can walk up and get a table. Right, right. All right. That's cool. And then if they say, well, we have no spot, I said, well, I'm going to Valley Park. I have tables in Wonderland. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. That that usually is the key. Here's the thing, because even uh, our friends Gary and Kara asked me this. You have to say it with confidence. Like, you mean it. I am going here for dinner. Right. Not like, I'm going for dinner. Right. (laughs) I'm coming for for dinner. For dinner? Yeah. Yeah, you can't say it like that. I'm coming for dinner. Here's my ID. Right. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, we don't have any spaces. I'm valet parking. And the other thing, too, is you always want to then thank them by their name. Always do that. I always do that. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Greg. Have a great night. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Greg. Be safe. That's usually what I always say. All right. Uh, All right, next up. So, for those of you who are very excited about the Disney streaming service, I'm about to send it over 11 for the Marvel heads out there. (laughs) Falcon... And Winter Soldier are getting their own streaming series. Wow. Talk of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's second-tier characters getting their own series on Disney's upcoming streaming service made the rounds back in mid-September, and it looks as though one of those projects has found a writer, and it's in the early stages of development. So at any time, it could fall flat. But for now, I'm very excited. According to Variety, Falcon and Winter Soldier will star in a limited series penned by Malcolm Spellman. The two characters appear, appeared in Marvel Studios' recent Avengers Infinity War, and both are closely tied to Captain America. Didn't both of them die? Spoilers. Infinity War? Yeah. <laughs> the Winter Soldier began as Bucky Barnes, Steve Rogers' best friends, in the first Captain America film, before debuting as the titular character in Captain America Winter Soldier. Falcon's first appearance was also in The Winter Soldier, and the two also played significant roles in Captain America's Civil War. Variety reported last month that Disney's streaming service would create series for some of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's characters not popular or profitable enough for their own standalone films, Horse Bucky, with Loki and Scarlet Witch as the named examples. I would kill for episodes for those two people. The series will be developed by Marvel Studios, and are expected to include the original film actors portraying their characters, which would mean that fans will once again once again see Anthony Mackie don his wings as Falcon and Sebastian Stan in full metal-armed glory as the Winter Soldier. It's unlikely that viewers will see Chris Evans make an appearance as Captain America, but it's not, un, it's not totally out of the question. Uh, these series are not expected to include any cameos by the MCU's biggest names. That's probably true. Malcolm Spellman is notable for his work on Fox's Empire, where he has served as writer and co-executive producer for um, his screenplay for uh, the film Our Family Wedding. Disney's streaming service is still set to debut in 2019. 
These Marvel limited series will join a host of other programming from Disney intellectual property, including John Favreau's big budget Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. Nice. Super excited about this. And they've canceled uh they've canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage on Netflix. I'm waiting for them to do the same thing with Jessica Jones and Daredevil and Punisher, and I'm hoping that they bring them over to the Disney streaming service. Nice. I would love to see all those guys there. That'd be yeah. thebomb.com. Yeah. Uh, I wish we knew when in 2019 this was going to... Is this like the end of 2019 or early 20? You know, when, when is this going to launch? We I just, really don't have dates. I would really like to just get the name. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a rumor it's going to yeah. be Disney Play. Yeah. That's a stupid name. That's a, that's not my favorite name. Yeah. It'll probably be DisneyPlay.go.Disney.com. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Maybe we should go look that up. Maybe. Hey, uh, this is exciting news. Uh, Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill is now opening and accepting uh, reservations beginning Woo-hoo! December 1st. So this is great. The brand new Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill located next to the Coca-Cola mm. store on the west side. Oh, yeah, I guess that is the west side. But Disney Springs is about to be completed, and the new location is now accepting advanced dining reservations for dates beginning December 1st, 2018. So if you are visiting, come check it out. Uh, if you're looking for a signature restaurant, put this on your radar. Uh, I would, If you are coming for Christmas at time-ish, I would get one of these reservations now yeah. while, the, while they're fresh. Yeah, uh, buddy. Yeah. Pull the trigger. Uh, while the menu has still not been released as of yet, uh, Disney reser- reservations can be made by calling 407 WDW Dine or by visiting uh, the Disney website. Sweet. Yeah. So we have reservations already, uh, obviously. That's right. <laughs> December 15th, right? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, story time just got a little bit more magical with Disney and Google Home. And the more I'm reading about these stories, the more I'm thinking about getting it. I mean, Google already owns mm. me anyway. So, uh, I don't know. It's that stupid thing from, um, stupid little thing for the Google Mini mm-hmm. that uh, OtterBox is making. Had the little yeah. mouse ears. Yeah. That did me in. I'm done. I want that. Yeah. I hope they do it for, uh, <clears throat> I think they're doing it for the Alexa Dot. Probably. Too. Yeah. Probably. When planning a Disney Parks vacation, many parents enjoy reading some of their favorite stories to their children to prepare them for the magic that's in store for them when they visit the theme parks. Today, little Jimmy, we're going to read the story of standing in line. When you get excited and you see the sign, just know that you're going to be be there for a long amount of time. (laughs) 45, 45, 45 plus, that's okay. It won't drive you too nuts. (laughs) Standing in line is just lots of fun. We paid through the nose at the point of a gun. Hey, this is pretty good. Story time is often a beloved nightly ritual that additionally helps kids develop important language and literacy skills as they continue to use that throughout adulthood. So let's let Google take care of it. Sorry, that slipped out. I apologize. Disney is partnering with Google uh, and making story time a bit more magical with Google Home. When you read, select little golden books aloud. Okay, good. So there's the, a, a human component. Mm-hmm. Google Home will play the appropriate sound effects and music, <gasps> essentially bringing the story to life as you read. To get started, simply say, hey, mm-hmm, let's read along with Disney. Nice. Oh, my 
God. This would be great. I'm not going to tell my wife about this, but I'm going to say, hey, let's read a bedtime story. And she's yeah. going to freak out. And then I'm going to do it. She's like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> because Google a is aimed to emulate the way families actually read, you can skip ahead in the book, and Google Home will recognize that you've done that and will adjust uh, to match the story. If you need to pause while reading, ambient music will play until you begin reading again. Select books that work with Google Home include favorites such as Moana, Toy Story 3, Coco, Jack Jack Attack, as well as classics like Peter Pan, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, The Three Little Pigs, Mickey Mouse and His Spaceship. There's even a holiday title, Mickey's Christmas Carol, to help families enjoy the spirit of the season. So be on the lookout for added books before the end of the year. Oh my God, i got to get one of these now. I'm right. such a nerd. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, it looks like fun. Looks like fun. Uh, hey, John, we're going to have another reason to go to the void. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Ralph Breaks the VR Experience. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Is now open for booking in Disney Springs, downtown Disney. I'm going to wreck it. I'm going to wreck this experience for you. You can now get inside the world of Ralph Breaks the Internet as bookings for the virtual reality experience at Disney Springs in downtown Disney has opened. Tickets for the void... Ralph Breaks VR Experience, which start at twenty nine ninety five for Orlando, and thirty two ninety five for Anaheim. <laughs> it's got to be a tax thing or something. <laughs> Holy cats! Wow! Just another way to stick uh, it to the kids. Available online uh, from November twenty first through January sixth. Oh, so this is not uh, like a forever thing. Uh, while the Disney Springs experience seems to be available for all dates in that time frame, the Downtown Disney version is only available on select days of the week. According to the Void website, visitors will go through go with your friends on a multiple. It's just it's speaking English. <laughs> go through with your friends on a multi-sensory adventure where you will be immersed in the worlds of the internet and online gaming with Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. Nice. Guests must be over the age of 10 to participate, according to the Void website. The Ralph Breaks VR experience follows the Star Wars Secrets of the Empire Virtual Reality experience that opened last year. It is rumored that this one is based on an undisclosed Marvel movie that will premiere sometime in 2019. So we'll have to book this. Give this a shot. So I wonder what the undisclosed Marvel movie is that yeah, premieres. I don't know. So it's got to be. I'm telling you, it's got to be uh, Miss Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain! Marvel. I think it's Captain Marvel yeah. or Avengers, whatever the Avengers title is going to yeah. be. Who knows? Uh, one of the things that I discovered when I went to Universal Orlando for my very first time a couple of years ago mm -hmm. was, uh, they have this ride, which I knew about the ride, uh, the Jurassic Park Wa River Adventure. Oh, yeah. It's a very wet ride. It's oh, not wow. what I was anticipating. I was mm. anticipating getting a little moist. No, no, no. I was soaking wet. It's like Cali River Rapids? No, no, no. Like, I took a shower. <laughs> and they have full body dryers, and I'd never seen that before, ever. Yeah. Well, guess what? Full body drivers, dryers have added uh, near the Grizzly River Run at Disney California Adventure. Nice. 
Grizzly River Run is always a popular choice to cool off from the Southern California heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, living in Florida, I think that's cute. Evening hours and colder months are a little slower for the attraction uh, because park goers not wanting to stay cold or wet after riding. Well, as of today, guests can find somewhat of a solution. Two new full body dryers they call wilderness warming huts have been added next to the Grizzly River Run. One of the two is even wheelchair accessible. Wow. The dryers are themed to the surrounding area, featuring Humphrey the Bear. Nice. And Ranger Woodlore. Nice. Attraction, uh, surrounding area, attraction, and are available for use now at $5 per use, which is exactly the price over at Universal. Hmm. The dryers have a five-person maximum and are out in the open, so proper clothing is required for use. So basically, you put your money in, mm-hmm. five of you get inside there, and it's hot. like Hot enough to dry five people? No, God, no. But it, it does oh. does dry you a little bit. So one or two would probably be better? Yeah, you'd probably be yeah. a, a bit more dry, but you're yeah. still a little moist. Yeah. Uh, the brand new full-body dryers are located directly across from Rushing River Outfitters Gift Shop and the entrance and exit to the Grizzly River Run at Disney California and Did it say Adventure. how long this uh, $5 experience goes for? Is it five minutes, five seconds? No, it's, um, I seem to remember being like three or four minutes. Mm. And you don't, you don't think you can't get completely dry? You just get drier? How long does it take you to dry a shirt when you wash it? I don't know, 20 minutes. Now imagine wet jeans. Oh, uh. Yeah, and and you're not in a dryer because you can't burn your skin. Mm. So it's basically hot air. Mm. So you can you can pull your shirt out yeah. and it'll it'll dry it a little bit. Yeah, but it's you're not going to be completely yeah. dry. No, yeah. that's a shame. That's so just just take take a change of clothes. Yeah, I uh, I have not been on Cali River Rapids for this specific reason. <laughs> I've ridden it twice. Either uh, I have to go. The last thing, like do this and then get in my car and go home, yes. or go in the morning and bring a change of clothes and change. Right. Yeah. The only time I've ever ridden Cali River Rapids was after I did a fi- the five k Expedition Everest five k. Mm. It's the only time I've ever ridden it, ever. And the last time I rode it, it was raining, so I was like, "Bring it on!" <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Was that the time that you went on Expedition Everest in the rain with Rick? No, gosh, that was that was a couple years later. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, Tim Allen uh, spoke about how emotional uh, Toy Story Four is. Uh, apparently, it's now Tom Hanks' turn to talk about how emotional Toy Story Four is. Uh, so Hanks uh, did this interview on the BBC, and uh, Toy Story Four won't be released until next year, but fans may want to start stocking up on their tissues now. Uh, into, uh, in an interview with BBC Chris Evans' Breakfast Show, Tom Hanks said he got emotional recording the ending of the Pixar film to the point that he could not even look at the crew he was recording with. Quote, unquote, I did not want to see them, and I wanted to pretend they could not see me. When I realized what they were uh, going for, I realized, oh, this is a moment in history, Hanks said on the show. Unquote. 
Hanks goes on to say that Toy Story 4 is going to be an impactful ending. I think it's going to be the end end. I do too. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Noting that the story of Woody and Buzz and the gang has emotionally resonated with fans since the original release in 1996. Hanks, who has voiced Woody in every installment of the Toy Story franchise, is the first star to speak about the emotional end to the upcoming film. That's not true. Tim spoke first. In September, Tim Allen, who voices Buzz, appeared on the on a talk show and said that he could not get through the last scene. We've already talked about that. I've got to resist getting emotional. I don't want to give it away, but this is an incredible, great story, he said during an interview. It is so emotional. It's so funny. It's so big. The idea they've come up with, I'm startled. I'm startled. I couldn't even get through the last scene. I would love to be a Washington leaker, but I just can't do it. I can't give it away. Because they would take my children. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> take your acting uh, career, career away. Uh, Toy Story 4 was originally scheduled to be released in 2017, but the date was pushed to 2018 and now later to 2019. Uh, after Pixar threw out a lot of scripts from what we know. Yeah. Uh, the plot of Toy Story 4 is believed to revolve around the relationship between Woody and Bo Peep, done by Annie Potts. In the movie, Buzz and Woody set out on a quest to find Bo Peep, who was sold at a yard sale by Andy's mother sometime between the events of Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. The Toy Story 4 is scheduled for release on June 21, 2019. Can I buy my ticket now? Is it too too early for me to get a seat? Yeah, Yeah. no kidding. I will probably have to bring some kind of tissues or something. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready for anything. I'm gonna have to go alone. I can't go with people. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to as well. I think that will be because I can think of two or three scenarios, and I'm not. Okay, so I'll I'll go ahead and start. I'm not as nearly invested uh, yeah. as you are. Mm. I don't want to say goodbye to anybody. Yeah. Like I had had a tar- hard time during Toy Story three when they were in that incinerator. Yeah, and Buzz does has a little thing like that. I lost it. I totally lost it yeah. because I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've grown up with these these people. I've watched these movies since I was 26. Yeah. I'm 48. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a minute, yeah. you know? And uh, I – okay, so not to do spoilers and not – because I'm not trying to make this about me. Uh, Stitch, the second Stitch movie, Stitch has glitched. Mm. Stitch dies in the first movie, your second movie. Oh, wow. He comes back. But it's a long well, he's an alien. Yeah, he uh, he his molecules aren't set, mm. so there's a there's a period where he's gone, and I'm sitting here watching this crying. I'm like, it's a stupid animated movie about a dumb alien, and here I am, a grown man crying. Oh, yeah. uh, but it's different with these guys. It's this is Tim and and um, Tom. Tom. I mean, these are these this yes, they are cartoon characters, but they're transcending that I don't want to be near you that week mm. I think we should cancel the show that next week you are not you're gonna be inconsolable if it's what I think it could be right um, but who knows yeah. um, the stories always leave you hopeful no matter how sad it is even yeah. the last one yeah I think since uh, Ed Ed's gone Lasseter's gone they're just gonna try and end it peacefully uh, you know because uh, 
I, I, you know, they're not going to do another one. Oh no! Yeah, no. I, I think they're out because the heartbeat is gone. Yeah, they're out, the they're heartbeat out, of yeah. that story is gone. They're out of Toy Story business. Yeah. Sadly. All right, changing the subject. Uh, new Mickey Mix Magic Fireworks and Projection Show featuring EDM. It's coming to Disneyland Park in January of 2019. Uh, Disneyland will be the home of a new projection fireworks show called Mickey's Mix Magic in honor of the corporate uh, corporate icon's 90th birthday celebration. Disney is describing the show as, quote, the biggest dance party to ever come to Disneyland, and it will f- Disneyland Park. Disneyland Park. I might have said mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris. I didn't mean to. Uh, so now this is their new show. So now they have another show. And we got nothing. Uh, Disney is describing in the show as the biggest dance party to ever come to Disneyland and will feature Mickey as he hosts a new experience featuring projections, exclusive music, lights, lasers, fireworks, sometimes, and a partridge in a pear tree. The exclusive music will be electronic takes on favorite Disney songs. Projections will take place on Sleeping Beauty Castle, Main Street USA, It's a Small World, and The Rivers of America. Who knew, right? On weekends, the show will feature pyrotechnics, but during the week, uh, it will just be projection only. The show sounds somewhat like the We Love Mickey Projection Spectacular that debuted in Hong Kong Disneyland earlier this year. Disney has yet to announce the new show, but it's expected to do so around Mickey's birthday on November 18th. Nice. That's great. Could could we have some more, sir? Walt Disney World, please. Can we have some entertainment? Can we please? have some, please, Disney World? Yeah. All right. So, uh, do you want to uh, get into some uh, headline news? Sure. All right. Captain Marvel joins the epic lineup of superheroes aboard a Disney cruise line. Yeah, man. They got that Marvel cruise, that Marvel mm-hmm. Day at Sea. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Yep. Uh, as a reminder, breakfast service began at the Plaza Restaurant, so that's another place to have breakfast in the Magic Kingdom, which is a rare treat. Yeah. The Jingle Cruise is back in Adventureland for the 2018 holiday season, and this year, we're only getting it. Really? No Disneyland. Ha ha! Because of the Star Wars... Well, I think it's fair. They've got the hol- they've got the holiday overlay. You said something in the earlier show that was incorrect. We get this as a holiday overlay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a holiday overlay. It's, it's a holiday it's overlay. It's not like the Haunted Mansion. But it's a holiday overlay. Uh, so we do get a holiday overlay there and now Toy Story. So it's fair. Disneyland's got the Haunted Mansion. Right. We've got the Jingle Cruise. Uh-huh. Okay. Next. I'm not buying it. Um, <gasps> Muppet Vision 3D is now operating with reduced hours at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, we all know exactly what reduced hours mean. This is step one. This is phase one of Disney's way of eliminating something. Yeah. So they are, they're closing Pizza Rizzo. Yes. They're going to close. You think they're going to close yeah. Muppet Vision 3D? Yeah. So, uh... I was listening to our friends, Len and uh, Jill, uh, Jim Hill over at Disney Dish, and they are saying now that you're going to enter Star Wars, our Star Wars land here in Florida through Grand Avenue, right. and then you'll have to exit through uh, 
uh, Toy Story Land. So you'll only be able to go in in one way and what out the other. Nightmare. You're not going to be able to go in. It's one way in, one way out. And at Disneyland, I think it's even worse. They're like entering on, like in Fantasyland and exiting in like Adventureland because it it sits in that far west northwest corner. So theirs is even kind of worse. Um, I'll tell you, that's terrifying. I'm sure they've got exit strategies just in case the place catches on fire. But, Let's I hope. mean, that's that's scary. So if they're closing, they're closing Pizza Rizzo. Mm-hmm. If they close the uh, Muppets. Muppets, Mama Melrose. Mm-hmm. That probably whole area will get transformed into something. Yeah. Uh, and then that would make sense because, because now it's this. We- I mean, they're calling it Grand Ave. It's this weird yeah. little piece of real estate that they're. It's not right. It doesn't fit with the rest. <laughs> right. It's like what wrong? What's wrong with this picture, bird? Plus, it's the one thing that that's in the way of Star Trader, Star Tours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, I think it'd be fascinating. Yeah. So. Listen, if you really want to know what Star Wars land is going to be like, pay attention to everything happens in California. Right. Because they're going to get, they're going to be the beta testers for us. How everything will work, you know, whether you're going to get a, the fast pass for the land, you know, all this one way in, one way out, you know, how are you going to get on the attractions, what are the attractions like? Because we're getting the same exact thing. So whatever happens there, hopefully they can fix because it is a, Almost what, right. six months later, whatever, and we'll get something different. So, mm-hmm. hey, I want to just give a shout out to uh, a friend of the show, uh, Joe, uh, who actually made the Disney by the Numbers app, which probably nobody uses at this point. <laughs> uh, but uh, Joe sent like all this information on <coughs> gondolas. You know, he's a ski patrol person, and uh, he even sent the you know like this whole thing on gondola company uh, this specific gondola company so mm-hmm. uh thanks for all that info joe that was good it, it's not that we don't know it's just that we know that disney takes the normal and then disneyfies it and we're not sure what we're gonna get what kind of version right you know we're in for right. so we'll have to see cool anything else you want to add uh something else i wanted to mention oh uh let me pull it up real quick dave bossett has a new book. Bossert? Yeah. 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 He's got a new book. Uh, let me just pull it up. Real is this quick. something you're trying to share in the group? No. Uh, his book is Kem Weber, uh, Mid-Century Furniture Designs for the Disney Studios. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kem Weber was the guy who made Jamie. You may want to pay attention. Right. He's the one who made the animation desks at the, the studios uh, in, in Burbank. So, uh, this book is on Amazon called Ken Weber. Cool. And it's by Dave Bossert. Excellent. Go check that out. That's cool. Yep. Uh, all right, my friends. So uh, make sure that you find us <coughs> over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find us at Facebook.com slash DisneyParksPodcast, uh, YouTube.com slash DisneyParksPodcast, Instagram.com slash DisneyParksPodcast, and Twitter.com slash DisneyPodcaster. <laughs> See what we did there? 
and other than that, my friends, we appreciate you guys uh, listening to the show. Make sure that you uh, find us Monday nights over at Facebook. You can watch us live. You can take part in the chat room. Uh, other than that, my friends, if we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees